The Lord is my rock and my fortress, and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Psalm 18 verse 2. Welcome to Life with the Rock podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome officially to the Life with the Rock podcast. Man, I, guys, I'm so excited to be doing this podcast. I'm so excited to be having a listener's audience to hear me out. And soon I'll be filming these podcast episodes. So people who like to watch their podcasts, it will be found on my YouTube channel, Simply Sarah, which that will come soon enough at a later time. But guys, like I said, I... I'm so excited to be here with you guys, wherever you are, in your car, at home, chilling after work, on your way to work, wherever you are listening to this. I'm just glad that you clicked on this and decided to tune in to the Life of the Rock podcast. Uh, my name is Sarah Floristil, and I am your host, the one and only, your hostess of the Life of the Rock podcast. And I felt like it would make a lot of sense. And after like, you know, sitting with God, which we're going to talk a whole lot about God because he is the rock in the title life with the rock. Um, we're going to talk a whole lot about who Jesus is and, and what the reality is, um, in walking with Jesus in this life as a young adult, um, in every stage, however long we go with this podcast could be many, 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 many years, Lord willing, until God gives me a talk show. Hello, somebody, because we're going to speak things into existence. Um, no, but seriously, I, I'm just so excited and, um, yeah, really the Life with the Rock podcast is just talking about the reality of doing life with Jesus, life with the rock on a daily basis, in transitions in life, in major seasons in life, which every season is major, but the mountaintops, the valleys and everything in between the climbing of life that we have to do and what that looks like, you know, um, just talking realistically with you guys through some thoughts, through some truth, because we're going to definitely dive into the word. But really, um, hopefully you guys get to know Jesus, but also get to know a little bit about me. I think I'm going to share a little bit and um, be fully vulnerable. You know, I'm about vulnerability um, just on this podcast as you guys are listening. And so this um, episode is titled, if you haven't seen it, you've probably already seen it if you're listening right now, but it's titled, Why Have a Relationship with Jesus. And I felt like um, the only way to really go about uh, going into answering that question, why have a relationship with Jesus? It's so clear um, that this is maybe something that has crossed your mind. Maybe it's never crossed your mind. Maybe you're someone who you, uh, maybe we met somewhere along the road or you stumbled on a post somewhere and you're like, hey, let me give this a listen. I, I hope that this episode will give you a little bit of insight into why I chose why I choose daily to do life with the rock and and that's just the kind of foundation that I want to lay down um not just in this podcast but like really this is the foundation I've I've chosen to lay down for my life that that by God's grace because like I in my own power couldn't have chosen Jesus like let's get that out in the air like there's no way we as human beings have any power of our own to choose Jesus he literally had to go first and choose us first 
die for us and give us the opportunity to respond to his sacrificial love for us. And the cool thing about Jesus is he doesn't, he didn't just die for us, rise again, which we like recently celebrated um, on Easter weekend, which I don't know why you celebrate Easter, but that's why I celebrate Easter. That's why it, it, it's worth the celebration is because we're celebrating um, a resurrected king. Like he's not dead, but he's alive and, and he's given us the power to become children of God. And so um, I'm just glad that, that I serve a God who goes first. Like he's initiated, like we're out here waiting for dudes to initiate. Hello, somebody. But God has already initiated for us and he has given us the perfect example of what it means to go first. And um, because he went first, now I can choose him. I, I, I have had the power to choose him. And um, that's even why I'm, I'm able to have a podcast talking about him like this would not have been at all possible if he didn't go first. And and that's really what having a relationship with God is is about. And I I feel like I needed to give a little context to my life. I um, definitely grew up in a Christian home. I still live with my parents. I'm 25 and um, I love the church. I, I serve like I, I'm huge on serving the local. Yeah, I just growing up, I learned um, very quickly that I don't know, like I feel like I kind of like, you know, you know, like different habits that you have as a kid that you see like, oh, like maybe as you're getting older, like this is why I like this. Like you see it linked to passions later on or whatever, but I don't know if this is one of those cases, but there I could really distinctly remember two, maybe three times in my life as a child, like in my elementary years and like as I got older as well. But I distinctly remember living um, in, 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 in sunny South Florida. I remember living in our house and I would literally go to my parents' bathroom and I would look at myself and be like, yo, what? What am I? Like literally like what is life? Like what? what are what are you doing here like literally i i I literally god is my witness i would go look at myself in the mirror touch my skin like touch myself and be like what is this life like having very um in my field of work i'm actually a master's student right now i'm in a master's program for marriage and family therapy and and one of the forms of therapy that we've learned about is existential therapy so i was having very existential thoughts huge word but literally um just a couple like things that 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 form of therapy brings to light is like our our striving for identity and relationship with other people um our capacity for self-awareness like freedom and responsibility a lot of like contending with the thought of death and 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 like you know like answering those existential questions like why do i exist why am i here and coming to you know peace with like the thought that death is inevitable very very i guess heavy but worth thinking about but i've i've had these super existential thoughts even as a kid and as i got older i feel like the more secure that i got in god the more at peace i was as those questions came up and so i don't think it's that I've become immune to such questions. I think it's that as my investment in the Lord, by his grace again, and by the power of his spirit, his Holy Spirit, as my investment there has grown, my, my you know, the, the anxiety surrounding questions like that has diminished over time. And like, praise the Lord for that. Cause like, woo, the older you get, honestly, I, I've realized the more you gravitate towards what you know. And, and I feel like I need to give like a small like snippet of my, I guess my testimony, if you will, like, like just about my life, like what I've seen, some areas that I've seen God, major areas that I've seen God um, um, take me through. And that's like getting away from performance. Like I said, like the older you get, the more you gravitate towards what you know. And so I realized that, that in that gravitating towards what we know, 
we tend to link our identity to that thing. Like I was big on making sure for years, I'd even say up until recent years in my young adult life, like I've gravitated towards like making my identity about who you thought I was like, like, like your perception of me, I felt like I needed to keep that up. If you viewed me as, you know, petite or whatever, I felt like I needed to keep that image up because there was some sort of like applause linked to that. And I wanted to keep this, this very, very performance based nature and living that was not healthy. That was not godly. That was not rooted in my identity in the cross and and god's finished work jesus has finished work on the cross like none of that it was purely in the flesh like in my standards like literally i was journaling this morning i'm i'm reading um sarah jakes roberts new book love her by the way she's a preacher um the potter's house one la in denver with her husband pastor teray roberts she wrote has a book out now called woman evolve and it's breaking up with your fears and then there's like another line to it um but i just started reading it yesterday and one of it like one of the parts she invites us to like write down um and journal thoughts about like things that that cycles that we perpetuate that um would she would equate to eve eating the forbidden fruit because we often give eve a lot of flack like how did she why did she but she's like that cycle that we keep going back to like that's our forbidden fruit i was like good grief and i was like man perfectionism is was is that thing for me and and she was like now i want you to imagine yourself without um or like coming out of that i'm, I'm paraphrasing heavy but i want you to imagine yourself coming out out of that and i, I was like man like to to not be in that headspace whenever i'm not in that headspace it it brings a contentment to my life it brings me to this place of living in peace which is what peace is my is my portion because i belong to jesus hear me now like if you're a believer peace is a promise that god keeps peace is it like it's something that he he promises to us it literally says in his word in isaiah if i'm not mistaken that he will keep in perfect peace those whose whose thoughts or whose mind is fixed on him so it's a guarantee that we're going to have peace it's is is my focus on him to receive that peace my goodness i feel the lord and so anyways as i got older like i said in my young adult life very recently realizing that man i had to break up with performance like i'm not what i can do i'm not my intelligence i'm not any of these things that the enemy would try to get me to believe um that my life is about actually i i realized and by his grace at some point that everything that i am really and i feel like the gospel i said this in my small group this past monday i feel like the gospel just gets sweeter and sweeter and sweeter with time the the more time goes on the more lovely jesus is to me the more time goes on the more time i invest in his presence the more like like that verse I'm, I'm studying james now too like as we draw near to god he's gonna draw near to us like that's these are just promises from practical promises from the word of god doing life with the rock like this is what he says and so we can bank our entire life on it because he can he can do all things but like go back on his word literally he he's gonna fulfill his promises and so at some point in my life really at an early age i came to know jesus i I, um, I remember being at um, a kid's camp, a Christian kid's camp. It was connected to the church that was attached to my school at the time. Um, and yeah, I just remember the, the worship leader pretty much laying out the gospel and giving us that opportunity. And I remember that I was so young. I think I was like nine. And I was like, man, wow, like my sin caused him his death. I vividly remember that and remember going to the back room and praying with someone and making that decision that day. But honestly, following and jesus and having a relationship with the rock and doing life with the rock is a daily thing it's it's 
literally daily waking up and picking up your cross and choosing to follow Jesus because it's not you're not going to wake up and your flesh not going to be there like your the your your humanity is going to be there every single day but guess what so is the spirit of God if you belong to Jesus and we have a choice and I'm grateful that every day we get to choose like okay God today's a new day you told me your mercies are new every morning so there's brand new mercy for me right now like I have the power the anointing, the everything to choose you because you already chose me. Like I said, God, he, he, Jesus went first and I, I'm just forever grateful for that. And I, I was getting interviewed to begin leading a small group and I was talking to a girl named Priscilla. Hey, Priscilla, if you're listening. And um, she asked me a question at the end of the interview and she said, what, um, what would you do if someone came into your small group and this person had never heard the gospel before. And maybe you're listening to this and you don't even know what the word the word gospel means. The word gospel itself means good news. And uh, she said, what would you tell them if you if someone came into your community, your, your, your group, your, your small group, your crew? What would you say to them um, if they've never heard? the? How would you explain the gospel? And um, honestly, even before I answer that, which is how I'm going to end off this episode, I, I, I recognize that how I would describe the gospel is going to be completely from my experience with the Lord. It's going to be the truth from God's word, but then it's going to be integrated with my experience with God. And so I'd simply say this to you who maybe have never heard the gospel message before, um, or maybe you have, and it's going to lean into this moment. Um, I pray together. Hey, you know, I, I believe honestly and firmly for my life, and I'm talking to my listeners too. I, I firmly believe that we were created on purpose, with a purpose, for a purpose. I don't think that we are a bunch of beings on a planet who is just here just to hang out, just to climb the ladder of success that the world would deem as success and then die and then that's it. I don't believe that that's, that's our lot in life. I, I believe that we were created by God in heaven who um, has a purpose for us. And and somewhere along the way, we missed the mark. Somewhere along the way, we chose against what he had written out for us. And so in our disobedience, it created this chasm, this, this divide between us and God. We no longer could be close to God, which I believe our whole purpose for being, our whole purpose for living is to be in relationship with God. There was a need to bridge that gap between us and a holy God. Cause like God and sin like that, it doesn't, it doesn't mix. Like he, he doesn't, he, he can't do sin. Like where he is, there is no sin. Like there's so many times. Yeah. In the Bible where people are like, like Isaiah, when he's getting the call of God, he's, he recognizes in the presence of God and he's like, whoa, it, whoa to me. I'm a man of unclean lips. So, uh, God sent his son, Jesus, um, in, in the form of human flesh. So he came down to earth. I believe he came down to earth. He was fully God and fully man, 100% man, 100% God. And he lived a perfect, sinless life. And he lived, I believe he came specifically to die. I believe he came to show us how to live, but specifically to die because there that was the only way that the gap between us and, and, and God could be bridged. That, that that relationship that was broken in the garden, he made right in his in, in Jesus. So if anyone, literally Romans chapter 10 tells us that um, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus 
um, you know, that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved like that. It's plain and simple, just like that. And so that's what I believe um, the gospel is. The good news is that that now we have I have a hope like I don't live without a hope. I don't live feeling like, oh, my gosh, this is the end. Like, this is it. Like, there is no after after death life. No, no, no. I, I no longer have to fear eternal death. I, I have received and inherited eternal life by becoming a co-heir with Christ. That's what the Bible tells us that we um, are co-heirs with Jesus Christ now. So if you will, if, if we will accept Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and savior, then we can be, we are then made right with God. It's not about doing enough. It's not about being a good person because the Bible says our good works are like filthy rags before God, but it's really about being in Jesus. That's what the Christian life is about. It's not about how well can you live? How good can you do? Like, no, no, it's everything that I could have done has already been done in the person of Jesus. Now I live in response to that. Now I have the power to live in obedience to his word. And so because I have the power, I'm going to do that. Literally Bible says in James, because I'm studying James y'all that to know what's good and not to do it for, for a person. If, if something is good for to you, like to know I'm butchering it guys, but it, to know good and to not do it, it, it's sin to you type thing. So if I know it's good for me to obey God, if I know the truth, why not live by the truth? Why not do that? He, he literally has empowered us by his Holy Spirit to do so. And so that's what I would say like that. God is like Pastor Rich Wilkerson Jr. says it like this. He's not mad at you. He's madly in love with you. I believe that we are all God's desire is for all of us um, um, to do life with the rock. We are I believe we're destined to do life with the rock and but it's we have a choice and and God is never going to impose himself on us. He's never going to be like accept me now. Like that's not the type of God that he is, but he's going to man is he going to woo you with his love and and that's what keeps me going every single day. The love of Jesus when I feel like man, when I create these unrealistic standards for myself, made by myself for myself and I'm living with this pressure that I put on myself. I, I literally just, to, I'm saying that because that's so fresh as of today. Like I'm like, man, Lord, like you are so good. And I can just rest in the fact that your perfection is enough for me. Like I don't have to do anything more than you already have done. So show me how to live in the capacity you have given me, which is like limitless. Obviously the flesh is, is, is still a thing for sure. But when it comes to your purpose for me, like I can, I can, live in freedom and and that's that's the beautiful gift of god that we don't have to live in bondage to sin in bondage to habits and and addictions and things like that we'll get into a lot of that stuff and um i you know i obviously believe in the power of therapy but like man do i believe in jesus all the more and on the power of the holy spirit and his ability to break off bondages and yokes and chains and a lot of different things but i don't want to jump ahead of myself guys i just think that this was important as a foundational um, episode to really understand, you know, what I believe and what I think it means to do life with the rock. So, guys, I am so excited to continue on this journey with you guys. And you already know what it is. It's Sarah signing off Life with the Rock podcast. Until next time. God bless you.